tales from the amygdala. Hey, Zainab. Hey, Meredith. How's it going? Good. How are you? I'm good. And this is Tales from the Amygdala. Tales from the Amygdala. We're recording uh, from my living room again. Yes. Um, we have the door open. I hope that you guys won't hear the cars passing by, but if you do, sorry. That's <laughs> and if life. If you do, that's life in Stockholm. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, You're hearing it right now. Yes. Um, yeah. Oh, so how have you been? Good, good. Um, it's a really nice chill weekend, and actually on Monday I'm flying to Iceland. Oh my gosh, that's so exciting! I'm super excited. Mm. I'm going actually with my family, um, with my mom and my stepdad and my sister and her husband and my brother and my boyfriend. Um, so full, full pa- fully packed, fully packed week. Um, no, it's really great because I live abroad. When I do get to see them, it's really great. I mean, it's always a really intense full-on week because mm. you're together 24-7 for seven days. Yeah. Um, but we have a lot of plans like glacier hiking and going to some canyons wow. and going to some islands. And it's going to be my birthday while we're there. Yeah. And I was like, no excursions. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, brunch and cocktails. Yes. And no I hiking. <laughs> Because we kept trying to find a week that worked for all of us. And then we realized the only week that worked was the week of my birthday. And Mm -hmm. I was like, I will sacrifice this as long as I plan the day. Yes. (laughs) And it's going to involve no sweat. No. And it's going to be relaxing in the Reykjavik. So I'm really excited. You were, yeah, this is why we're friends. (laughs) Like, I love that. Like, no excursions. No. I need it. I mean, I know I would need a break anyway. And the excursions would be great. It would be hiking. Yeah, but I mean. picturesque, but. Sometimes it's nice to also live, like, a day-to-day life in a new city or in a new place, kind of. Like, just to be like, go for brunch, walk around, get cocktails. Live like a local. Yeah, and then you feel like you get a bit of a taste for, like, people. Some friends have given me some, like, restaurant and bar recommendations, (gasps) and so I'm I'm excited. I'm excited for you. I'm sad that we won't get to celebrate your birthday while you're here, but I'm excited for you. Thank you. And we'll celebrate when you get back. Yes. Yeah. I was Mm. telling everyone to pack my presents. Yeah. Like, be sure you've ordered them in time. Yeah. I've ordered your present. No. Yeah. No, stop it. Yeah. I hope you're joking. Oh my gosh. No, I don't know. But I'm really excited. We'll we'll find out on the next episode. (laughs) Like what it is. Um, So yeah, that's why I was like, oh, she's going to be away, but it's also okay. Or maybe actually it's good that you're away because I hope it gets delivered in time. But like, anyway. Oh, I'm excited. I love birthdays. I just think they're so great. They're fun. There's some people, like I think people who like their own birthday also love other people's birthdays. Mm. I also love my birthday. Yeah, like, yeah. I think there's only ever been like maybe one or two years where I wasn't feeling like celebrating it. Um, but like alongside that, I'm excited for other people's birthdays. But like sometimes I don't get why people don't get excited for their birthday. Like they'll be like, no, it's my birthday. And I mean, obviously I understand like if you're going through a bad time and like, yeah, I mean, yeah, there's like a whole reason. But I feel like there are some people who just chronically like do not like their birthday and they don't want to make a big deal about it. I'm like, what? Like you survived another year on this planet. Like it's, it's fun and it's a like, fun excuse to celebrate people fun excuse to celebrate people like there's climate change there's getting hit by a bus there's like 
oh my gosh like being killed with scooters like that's like a thing <laughs> like, by those scooters that are all over the city oh, yeah those electric scooters like i recently found out that um what am i i don't i never really ever got into the youtube like subscribing to youtube stars but there was this one girl that i used to really listen to a lot um when i was at a job that i didn't have a lot of work in um like a few like seven or eight years ago and i recently found out like she got killed on one of those scooters, on one of those scooters. Oh my god. And she was so, like, she was really cool and I, she was British. Anyways, so I feel like celebrating, like, circling back to celebrating birthdays, it's like, you didn't die. Like, you're alive. Let's Hooray. celebrate. <laughs> so, I mean, now yeah. we need to have an episode about these electric scooters. Oh, yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, the 50,000 ways you can die on an electric scooter. But I have heard that people get hurt on them more often because A, they take them when they're, they've been drinking and they need a ride home. <laughs> yes. And also, like, the beauty of them is the spontaneity. Yeah. But you're usually not carrying a helmet. No. Like, you're not, you don't have a no. helmet around with you just in case you decide to get on a scooter. No. So, that's why people get hurt. Yeah, absolutely. And, like, and I feel like I don't know where you're supposed to ride them. Like, is it on a sidewalk or a road? So, I actually tried them for the first time the other day. And there's, like, a lot of pop-ups when you first sign up. And you agree uh. that you'll, like wear a helmet and that you'll stay off sidewalks oh so i was like so i have to i have almost cars. been like crashed into on a sidewalk by multiple scooters like they're doing it wrong oh and like the other day i biked to <laughs> i biked to my school which is 10 kilometers um and there was some asshole had like left a scooter like perpendicular to the bike lane so like <laughs> and it's a bike lane and like i don't even know how they done i don't know how they left the scooter there and left because it's like this bike lane where there's metal grates on the side so like it's not like you can just leave it in the bike lane and go walk on the sidewalk it's just a bike lane like this yeah. is near like Ropesden area oh, so i was like how did this person come all the way here with a scooter leave it blocking the bike path and also like leave themselves like um so yes i'm annoyed with the scooters but they're also kind of fun so i don't know i, I mean it's caused a hot debate around the world yeah <laughs> i met someone from brazil and they said that they're throwing them into the rivers there really the people are no. so not happy with them no I, just, I mean, and they're I, so bad for the. I don't know if they're good for the climate. I don't know or not. either because like, you can instead of taking a car, you can take a scooter. In that way, I'm all yeah. for like public transportation. But they are all over. I mean, they are over. littering the city. But yeah, I mean, I guess like also like yeah. Oh gosh, this is like morphed into like a whole like public policy debate Oops. about like. Sorry guys. Um, but yeah, I'm anxious about being on a scooter and being killed by a scooter. I don't know. Just yeah, it's an it's related to anxiety. <laughs> Like, and I'm I'm not the best at at like driving them and balancing. I no, I, I, I'm just semi okay. I could absolutely never do it after a beer. Bad no, idea. bad idea. I had to pee really badly the other day. Like I was out for like dinner with my friend, and I was like, I have to get home, and I just didn't. And like there were no buses going from like where I was, and then I was like, I'm gonna have to take a scooter. Oh, I did you? Yeah, I did. But they're really like scary because like they speed up so fast, Qu- quickly. Like, you gotta be like, on it. Yeah. Um, so I, I think I was so stressed out that I after I parked it in front of my house, I noticed that like my hands were cramped because I was like clutching the handlebars, yeah. like yeah. white knuckling it. And like, yeah, but mm, so yeah, scooter life. I mean, if any electric scooter companies want to pay to sponsor our, <laughs> we can keep talking about them. Or life insurance companies. Life- <laughs> oh my God. That is genius. Yes. Who else would want to sponsor an anxiety podcast, podcast. except for like car insurance, life car insurance, insurance, theft life insurance, insurance, pharma, <laughs> like, health insurance. I don't know. Everything. Yes. Um, oh, that oil company like what is it the oil thing oh, put on me okay yes promo we have not been paid for this no but, but there's yeah. this um 
like essential oil aromatherapy place that I was introduced to when I was in LA with actually the mutual friend that introduced us. Mm. Um, I went to LA to visit him and it's this peppermint like roll on. It's amazing. I have it on right now. It's so good. It's by a company called Sage, S-A-J-E and it's like a peppermint halo stick (gasps) and it smells like peppermint on the back of your neck and it's really soothing. It's so soothing. And I put it on before like I fly or before... I go to sleep sometimes and it's very relaxing. Um, so if they want to advertise with us, <laughs> Sage, S A J E. Shout out. No, Meredith put some on me just now and it's really relaxing and I feel like I'm in a spa. Um, it's wonderful. It lasts for a long time and it just yeah. smells good. It just smells amazing. Like I, I want to get it. Yeah. <laughs> Please it's- send us free samples. <laughs> this big market for them here in Stockholm. Nobody believes we haven't been paid for this. I know. But we, we really, really haven't. No. <laughs> this is a very low cost, um, low profit exactly. venture. Exactly. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Oh, but oh yeah. So what's our topic this week? Yeah. I mean, I wanted to talk a bit about the double-edged sword of, of the podcast and it's like relative success. I mean, We've had a lot of listeners, which has been great. Yeah. And we get really good feedback. Mm -hmm. And I think that we have people around us that are much more comfortable talking about anxiety, which is wonderful. Like, I've heard the word amygdala more than I ever thought I would. I know. I mean, before our podcast, I didn't even know what that meant. No, no. (laughs) Yeah. um, It's been great. I've had a lot of people say that, like, the podcast helped them with like x y or z which is i mean which is all we wanted really yeah. more than advertisers with sage we wanted people to like <laughs> more feel than good about it right on essential oils we e- wanted people to be exactly happy. which is exactly what i wanted um but i also think because all we do is talk about times when we've had anxiety on the mm. podcast i think people get the false assumption that you and I and people with anxiety are constantly anxious. Yes. And I, uh, that is a mm. false narrative that I wanted to talk about today. Yeah. Like people mm. with anxiety are not always anxious, no. I guess is the, the what I wanted to talk about. <laughs> um, In yeah. In a nutshell. I would say that those with anxiety, okay, I'll talk about myself. I'm anxious 1% of the time. Mm-hmm. The difference is that 1% is like pretty severe, right? Like yeah. it's, it's an intense anxiety. 99% of the time when you run into me, I'm I'm not anxious at all. Like I'm making clear decisions, I'm thinking yeah. rationally, like and sometimes I feel when you tell people you have anxiety, they second guess a lot of mm, your absolutely. like decisions or your thoughts yeah. and it's like I'm here to say no. No. <laughs> Don't do that. Mm-mm. Like it's quite like, I could see why people are nervous to tell people they have anxiety because they don't yeah. want to be second-guessed constantly. Yes. Like, oh, they have anxiety. Like, I bet that idea they had or like... Mm, yeah. Like, yeah, that's what I'm trying to say quite yeah. clearly. How did I say it to you before? I, I mean, anxiety can help you make better decisions. Mm-hmm. Like, in general, you can see things yeah. clearly because your brain is, like, firing at all on all times. Yeah. But I think, I think what I want to teach listeners with and without anxiety is if I am next to a burning building and I'm anxious that is not my clinical anxiety no like that that is is real life appropriate response Mm -hmm. anxiety which is not something you need to see your doctor about no like or if you're in a speeding car going down the highway and the driver is like going too fast and not listening to you because you're like can you please slow down yeah not anxiety no or not not clinically diagnosed needs therapy anxiety yeah i guess like 
I mean, sometimes I'm also, or sometimes just now, I also started questioning the way we even structure the sentence of saying I have anxiety. Like, yeah. Because it, I mean, for you, it might be like 99% of the time you're fine, 1% it's severe. For me, it can be like, I think we've talked about it before, like my anxiety can last, um, it's not acute, but it's like like medium grade anxiety that lasts a longer time. So mine's may, maybe yours is like a sprinter right, <laughs> anxiety yeah. and mine's more like a marathon runner, like yeah. slow, you know. Um, and so, I mean, there are different types of anxiety as well. Um, so I guess like when you tell people like, I have anxiety, it's sort of, it's, I think it can, I guess, maybe be a little confusing because it's like, do and you we, have anxiety right now? Are you diagnosed with anxiety? Is it like... And it's a problem because it's the same word. Yeah. So, Probably it should be entirely different words. Like, mm-hmm. because in having anxiety about appropriate times of anxiety yeah. and having inappropriate anxiety, it's the same word. It's hard. Like, I could see how yeah. people get confused. Yeah. And sometimes, like, I will also confuse myself and mm-hmm. <laughs> second guess myself. Like, um, I mean, just earlier you and I had a conversation where something kind of I'm not going to say it on the podcast, but like something kind of upsetting happened to me and I was anxious about it. Like I've been anxious about it for like two or three days and I was like, oh, like Meredith, like I'm anxious about this and this thing. Like, um, but in my mind I had been like, why am I anxious about it? I'm anxious about being anxious. I had a lot of shame about being anxious about it. But then the second that like Meredith validated my anxiety and she was like, no, absolutely. Like that's a situation. That was appropriate anxiety. That was appropriate anxiety. Like I was like, yes, thank you. Like it was appropriate anxiety and immediately my anxiety about being anxious and the actual original anxiety kind of like dissipated Mm -hmm. like and I started feeling a lot better but I think it is confusing that we use this the word in the same way because it's even confusing talking about it right now like you were anxious anxious about something but it was completely valid yeah but you were worried it was your amygdala making it like not making sense yeah but (laughs) it shouldn't be the same word it's very confusing no there should be multiple words maybe we should come up with like a dictionary because it's appropriate to have anxiety sometimes and that's what I want people to understand and like if you know somebody with um like clinical diagnosed anxiety yeah and they're anxious about something sometimes that's appropriate yes and -hmm. you should not second guess them Mm -hmm. and you shouldn't make them feel guilty for having had it like the example we were just talking about is like I've been in taxis where they were speeding and I've yeah. asked them to slow down or like friends have been driving and I've said like, please slow down. And that's not my amygdala. No. That's me being in a speeding chunk of metal yes. going way so- above the speed limit. Mm-hmm. And it is inappropriate for people to be like, oh, that's just your amygdala. It's yeah. like, no, 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 no. no. If it's anything, the fact that we're in a speeding car. Like we've talked about, your amygdala is what's keeping you alive. Like, exactly. It's like, please ask these people to slow down this chunk of metal so then we don't die. Like, yeah, exactly. It's like, you're welcome, folks. If anything, people without anxiety should like take a page or two out of the anxiety book. <laughs> right? And like, like not take stupid decisions. And I think, yeah, I, I want to share like why this came to mind for me this week yeah. or like a month or so ago. Um... I was talking at like a dinner party about TBE. What does TBE stand for? Oh God. It's, oh, let me look it up. So it's a disease that like ticks can carry, especially in Sweden. And there are posters all over Stockholm about getting your vaccination for TBE. Tick-borne encephalitis. There you go. Fun um, fact. 
all over the buses, like all over the subway, are these signs saying like, get your TV shot because ticks are prevalent. They are all over Sweden. Like they're in the long grass. And if you, if you go to the lake, like you're going to get a tick. You're going to get a tick. Also, I got my, because I love getting vaccinated. Um, I got my first TBE shot. Like I saw it. I'd been meaning to do it, even though I'm not even like outdoorsy or anything, but I feel like you should because ticks don't care if you're outdoorsy or not. No. Like, um, and they had like vaccine, like one of the vaccination companies here, they had like a truck, like a van where people could go in and get vaccinated. And I was like, oh yeah, I've been meaning to do that. I'll yeah. go in and get it. Like it is a big deal here. It's a big deal. And it's confirmed by the fact that the health organizations and Stockholm are like really On encouraging it. people. Yeah. So this is not a figment of my imagination. No. <laughs> it's a big deal. So we were talking about it at a dinner party and a friend said he hadn't gotten it. And I was like, that's a big deal. Like you're, yeah. you're going camping this weekend. Like you need to do that. Mm-hmm. And someone else interjected with like, but like, is that your anxiety? And it's like, okay, no, no. let's, let's put sigh. the brakes on this. For the like, record, I sighed. Yeah. yeah sigh. <laughs> like, I mean, it's, um, as somebody with anxiety so much so that she has a podcast about it, like, yeah. I think I'm a pretty good determiner of when it's my anxiety yes. talking. So <laughs> no need to tell me. You are the expert. And, no, like, no. like, like if you know someone with anxiety, my PSA for this podcast is assume they are thinking clearly 99% of the, the time. time. Absolutely. Because usually if they have anxiety, they'll be vocal. They'll be like, yeah. you know what, guys, I'm having a bit of a panic attack. Like yeah. I need to be away right now or I'm too anxious. I can't yeah. like do this thing. So definitely if you're at a pretty normal dinner party. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like, now is not the time for you to ask me if I'm being anxious. Because, like, yeah. just assume I'm not. Because people with anxiety are perfectly rational, functioning, thinking people yeah. is my message. That's a great message. And I think we should highlight that over and over again. Like, um, not just in this episode, but, like, in our entire podcast. Like, yeah, I feel like you get, like, such a bad, like... Uh, People want to second guess you. Second, yeah, that's the word. Like, I was going to say you get a bad rep, but like, yeah, people want to second guess you. I totally understand why people in work situations don't want to, like, you know, express their anxiety to their boss or their manager because then their ability to make, like, um, like rational, whatever, like, brain function rational rationality requiring decisions at work um right you know like and then you're like oh well is she able to perform is she like making the right decision for this x thing like right or complete your tasks like she's raised this as an issue but is it an issue or is it her anxiety and like that's not how you should treat people with anxiety at all i don't think that's how you should treat people in general but also especially people with anxiety and another thing is something that i sometimes think about like it's like i mean there's such a focus right now and like the times we live in on being rational and it's like what's wrong with being a little bit like irrational you know not irrational I guess that's the wrong word but like it's also okay to act based on your feelings and your emotions as well and like and I feel like people with anxiety also get second guessed in terms of their like it's like oh she's over exaggerating or like she's too sensitive and you know she's taking this the wrong way um like because she's someone with anxiety and I feel like it affects also people's ability to like trust your like judgments on your emotional judgments on things I don't know if I'm making sense no I I think it makes sense and I think what people need to understand is that there's anxiety that is irrational which is the clinical based anxiety and there's anxiety that is perfectly rational Mm. that everyone has like 
if you're in a crashing airplane, Mm -hmm. your brain should be going off. And if you're in a speeding car, your brain should be going off. If you hear somebody in your house late at Mm -hmm. night, like these are all times when anxiety is appropriate. And I feel that people with clinical anxiety, when they're having appropriate anxiety, people around them make them second guess it. Yes. And that's just like not okay. No, it's totally not okay. And like, and even if you have anxiety, like, I mean, sometimes mine will last for like, I think the longest stretch of it was maybe two weeks where I was just constant. Like it wasn't a flare up, but it was like a constant state of like heightened, like chest palpitations and being really, I think I've talked about it on other episodes and like, and it's like, I'm like, I don't like it when people like will yeah like second guess your own feelings like if I'm like oh I'm anxious like or I'm feeling a lot of anxiety like when people will say like but about what like it's not you know it's not about anything like but what about when you're not having a state of anxiety like what about when you're feeling great I mean that's like the opposite yeah it's like the opposite of that is also a problem like when you're like feeling great and people are like oh you're someone with anxiety like why are you like of course like oh you know what I mean yeah sorry because there's two there's two there's when people question your anxiety there's people that question why you're anxious during your flare-up, and there's yes. people that question okay. you when you're not, not in a state of anxiety. Yes. Do you okay. know what I mean? Yes. Now, I, yeah. I think that was good for you to clarify. Um, yeah. Two different problems. Two different Definitely. problems. We're Both. talking about the one where people second-guess you when you're not having your anxiety. When you're, when you're yeah. not and you have, like, a reputation it. for being, exactly. like, an anxious person. You have a reputation, yeah. and they assume you're in that state but you're not yeah exactly yes and they and i mean even if you were in that state like it is a bad idea to get into a speeding car and it is a bad idea to do (laughs) stupid things like even if you're like clinically diagnosed with anxiety and like you're anxious about something so super seemingly irrational like it's still a bad idea to do dumb things exactly i think that's what i find the most frustrating is when like things that are like deemed by society as being dangerous <laughs> when i say this is a bad idea yes and then people, people are, are like, like it's your anxiety you're anxious. like i was telling you earlier um i used to live in london and unlicensed cabs are a problem there i guess they're a problem everywhere yeah. but the metropolitan like police have done campaigns about how dangerous they are and how yeah. so many crimes happen and i've had friends that have been robbed like in unlicensed cabs and mm. It's, it's a dangerous thing. Like, yeah. this isn't up for debate. Unlicensed cabs are dangerous. No. So it's like, I don't really know why people doubt me when I'm like, <laughs> I don't want to get into one of those. No. But then they're like, look, you're being yeah. anxious. Like, like it's the only cab here. Like, like And it's like, no, this no. is dangerous. You're trying to convince me to do a dangerous thing. And yes. I'm thinking rationally. Yeah. And you're not allowed to tell me that I'm not thinking rationally right now. Yeah. It's so yeah. hard to explain. Why is no, it so I hard to it. clarify? I mean, I think it's good that we're having this episode because I'm sure other people struggle with, like, this as well. And, like, um, no, I get what you mean. Exactly. It's, like, almost like your anxiety, like, makes people doubt something real. Exactly. It makes them... Because it's overblown. And whether or not, like, I mean, yeah, there are some people who are anxious about, like, I think obsessive compulsive disorder is, like is a branch of it like sometimes like people will be anxious about things that are not necessarily like a real problem like but I mean regardless of what it is you're anxious about like it doesn't mean that you're not thinking rationally rationally. exactly I mean that can be going on you could be anxious 24 7 like me you can be anxious for two weeks at a time you can be anxious for one second of a day like it doesn't in a way it almost like doesn't matter because you're still able to think 
somewhat rationally exactly and it doesn't like t- take away from like your judgment of like if a situation is dangerous or not like, yes is that it, am ab- i yes absolutely getting it okay yeah absolutely and like ugh, like i i mean i don't think i've run into i definitely had like the re- flip reverse where people are like why are you anxious? Like, there's nothing to be anxious about. But, like, I don't think I've ever actually personally been in a situation where I've been doubted because I have anxiety. I'm trying that's to That's good. I mean, that's great. <sighs> Maybe I have. I just haven't, like, come up with it right now. But I'm hopefully I haven't. But um, I'm getting it. Like, I... It it's is annoying. M- it's more like, I, I guess I've experienced when I've been with a group of people and they mm-hmm. wanted to do a thing mm-hmm. and I've been like, I, you know, I think that's dangerous. Yeah. I think that's a bad idea. I, or like, let's take this shortcut through this dark unlit alley. No. And the group's like, great idea. And I'm like, <laughs> I'd really rather we didn't do that. And then yes. that isn't my clinical anxiety that's a dangerous alleyway do you know what I mean and then I get it yeah absolutely like just because you have anxiety doesn't mean like you are suddenly like inept at like you know deciding if something's good or bad like right you know right exactly like if anything um anxiety helps you like like we've talked about like it helps protect you so like yeah (laughs) Like, you need the anxious person in your friend group, like, to be yeah. like this. I mean, not just because they're anxious, but, like, the anxiety. Like, maybe other people have anxiety, but they're just not used to, like, listening to it. Sorry. I feel like I've just disproved what you were saying. You were like, it's because of your amygdala. And I'm like, no, it's because it's a dangerous alleyway. This is why it's hard to talk I'm about. sorry. This is hard to talk about because I know what you mean. I just feel like it's, I was just thinking, like, oh, I'm so glad that group of people had Meredith. <laughs> with or without her anxious amygdala like you need a person to be like no this is a bad idea and just because she has anxiety like doesn't mean that is why I had that thought you yeah sorry I I kind of was saying the same thing and I think I (laughs) I know what you mean (laughs) like I agree with you I wasn't like thank god her thank god anxious Meredith was there (laughs) I wish I knew no I wish we had a better But I know what you're, I know what you're saying. It's hard because some people have zero sense of danger ever. Yeah. And it's like, no, that's also not great. You know what I mean? Like there's probably an average baseline of people and the average amount of anxiety one should have. Yeah. In certain situations and people fall on lots of ends of that spectrum. Yes. But, um, I guess what I want people to know is it's not okay to say to someone, are you feeling X because of your anxiety? Yes. No. And I am a hundred percent. I think you should just listen to the person. And, yeah. and even if you know this person has an anxiety podcast, <laughs> you, you don't need to determine if they're being irrational or not. Like yeah. that's up to that person to determine. Anxiety is not, does not equate to irrationality. Exactly. Like, like and it's, and it's not appropriate to say to this person, like, yeah. I think this is your amygdala making you say this because you, the other, you don't know, like you have no idea. That almost like reeks of like gaslighting to me. Like, do you know like what gaslighting is? I don't know the definition. I don't know that I don't have like an official definition. I think it's used a lot in like the context of like relationships and um, like when people, I think it's based on a movie, like a black and white movie where this guy was trying to convince his wife that she was crazy. Like he would turn on, turn the lights off and on and he would like do these weird things and he would like gaslight her because like he would turn the gas lamps on and off or something like and then I think that's where the term originated but it's basically like trying 
to convince a person that they're crazy for like your own benefit. Um, oh, okay. And just being like, oh, like it's not, you know, if you're in an argument with someone, um, you know, and you're like, oh, I get really upset when you like raise your voice at me or something. And then they'll be like, no, like I wasn't raising my voice. Like I was yeah. just da, 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 da. Like it's like kind of trying to convince people of, that they're being crazy um which i don't like to use that for word. your own benefit so it's like yeah. let's say the group all wants to get into the taxi yeah and then they're mm-hmm. like oh, it's just your it's just your anxiety meredith yeah because like... they just want to get in the cab yeah right so yeah. i mean yeah I, I mean maybe gaslighting is used more in the context of like abuse and like interpersonal or intimate relationships but i do feel like that kind of narrative has it's a little bit related to that like where it's like oh no it's just your anxiety it's just your you anxiety know? again yeah like and it's a little bit belittling as well it's belittle oh my god that's what it, it's belittling like pedantic because i mean yeah. especially especially because i feel like we we talk about our anxiety like we i think you and i have a good grasp of what our triggers are mm-hmm. and when we're feeling anxious mm-hmm. like we really know i don't need someone else to tell me no i know when i'm being anxious yes. and and when it's in a, like I know when I am being um, inappropriately anxious. Yeah. So let me handle that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And when I'm being appropriately anxious, don't try to convince me it's inappropriate. Yeah. And also just like be a friend and like, you know, if this person, I mean, if an anxious person is not plotting anything super dangerous to themselves, like, you know, I I guess I think of the example of you. I love, I mean, I love this. Like when you said you sent the lead paint off for testing. Oh yeah, I did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, um, maybe someone, maybe some people might be like, Oh, there's, you know, this is like anxious Meredith, like sending the lead, like it's probably fine. And it's like, well, what if it wasn't fine? First of all, she's like doing this to like protect herself and like people around her and mm-hmm. her cat and mm-hmm. like, and just be a friend. Like, you know, you sending off lead paint to get tested. Like it's not dangerous to anybody. Hurting no one. It's hurting nobody. So like, instead of putting on your judgmental hat and being like, Meredith, this is your anxiety that's making you do this kind yeah. of thing. Like, sorry, I keep like giving you as examples. No, it's I'm fine. sure I have examples as well, but like um like just be a friend like just yeah. be like yeah let's send it like yeah. you know if you're not doing if you're not excessively like doing something dangerous like for real dangerous to yourself or other people like what is it to anybody like what you're doing to handle your anxiety no slash your rationale like you know what I mean exactly like, and I personally feel like I have a really good grasp of when I'm being irrationally anxious for instance like sometimes I get anxious on an airplane I am perfectly aware that I am yeah. safe. Like I am perfectly aware that this plane is like ninety nine point nine 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 percent safe. Like I know that, and I know that my anxiety is mm. not rational at that time. And I'm working on the coping mechanisms to deal yeah. with that. And mm-hmm. I'm, you know, talking to my therapist about it. Like I am perfectly aware of that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So it's. It's it's not that someone needs to suggest it to me. No, it's like no, I I get I know like, I got this. I got this. I know when it's <laughs> like, irrational and I know when it's not. So like, also I just do want to like maybe put a little asterisk and be like it is irrational, but it is also rational because you are in a hunk of metal. Because <laughs> you are flying sky. really <laughs> like, high in the sky. Like I mean. You know, like that airplane. I mean, I'm not trying to make you more anxious, but like I also will get a bit maybe not as much as you and I have to just like I just ignore it like I'm Mm. like I'm just gonna watch a movie and just ignore this but like a part of me is like why are you in a tube 
in the air. <laughs> Super high in the air. <laughs> like, it is irrational, but also like a little bit like I'm just putting like a little asterisk. On that. <laughs> Sometimes it's okay. <laughs> like, like you are in a tube in the sky. Yeah. Like dependent on like yeah. tube pilots. And, yeah. Like birds not flying into the whatever. Like so, I mean, like it is like it is irrational for the most part. But yeah, absolutely. And I feel like as a theme of this episode of like empower empowerment, like. Yeah, like I know what I'm feeling and like some and sometimes I have also adopted now that I'm thinking about it like the like the belittling invalidating kind of narrative like I've adopted that into my own head sometimes like where I'll be like oh Zainab like you're there you go you're anxious again like or you know like mm-hmm. um well this is because you have anxiety Zainab like da, 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 da. and it's like how is that like, I've realized now, like, that's not helpful to anybody. Like, the story you told me today, yeah. you that was not your irrational amygdala. Thank you. That was legit anxiety. And, yes. And, like, but, that was appropriate anxiety. Yes. And I think I'm so... Thank you. And I'm so used to people, like, second-guessing my anxiety and belittling it that, like, I have also started doing that. And then I, and then I get anxious about being anxious. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I feel like the overarching theme is, like, People who have anxiety know when they're anxious. They are learning slash know how to handle it. Like, it's an ongoing process. Anxiety can last for different amounts of time, be different for different people. But in general, like, the person with anxiety knows what's going on. And it is unhelpful to ask, like, are you feeling that because of your amygdala? It is unhelpful to ask that. It's not. It's really not helpful. Um, And, you know. Something that I wanted to say, just because we talk so much about what we are anxious about, Uh, like, let's take a minute to talk about what we're not anxious uh, about. Like, you know what I'm not anxious about? Roller coasters. Oh my God. I will go on the highest roller coaster there is (laughs) with the smallest seatbelt. I was such an adrenaline junkie. Oh my gosh. Like, not nervous, 0% nervous about it. Nope. I'm so jealous because I used to love roller coasters as a kid, but now I just get motion sickness. Like, I yeah. just feel nauseous. <laughs> as I get older, yeah. I, so <laughs> one time I was in Disney World and there was a really, it was just a really quiet evening, which is pretty rare. Mm-hmm. And they let my sister and I go on the Tower of Terror just like over and over and over <gasps> again, like oh 13 times. Oh my God. Oh. And I was like, oh about the 13th time, I was like, I'm going to be sick. <laughs> it's too much. I can't do it anymore. It was amazing. Um, and I would have kept going. But as I get older, yeah. I am feeling it more. Yeah. yeah, I can't even go on like a swing. Like I was um, at a park a couple months ago with my friend and her like three-year-old. And like, and I was like, I want to swing too. This looks so much fun. <laughs> and I was making my friend push us both. Like, <laughs> and she was like, she was really like doing a good job. But then I was like, oh my God, I, I'm gonna, I think I'm going to be I'm going to be sick. <laughs> I have to get off the swing. Yeah. So, yeah. so for me, I think, um, you know, yeah. I'm not a nervous public speaker. <gasps> oh, I'm so jealous. Which led me to falsely believe I was a good public speaker. <laughs> <laughs> no. And then I took a class, like I went to this course on public speaking because yeah. I, I knew, like I knew if I was the best public speaker ever, then I would always convince everyone of my argument, but I wasn't yeah. always convincing everyone of my <laughs> argument. So I went to this class where they like record you and, oh and I was just just falsely assumed that because I wasn't nervous, I was also rocking it. (laughs) (laughs) And they were like, you should stop doing the following. (laughs) Brave though. Like it's brave to go to that sort of thing and listen to that kind of feedback. Yeah. What are you not anxious about? What am I not anxious about? Oh, 
Oh my god. Yeah, I've spent so much time like compiling a list of things I'm anxious about and that I even don't even know exist yet. Like, um, like, oh, what am I not anxious about? Like, oh, am Maybe I anxious about t- everything? No. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I don't think that. Um, but I mean, think about we've both moved countries. Oh my god, yeah. I'm not anxious about making friends. Like, no, you're great at making anxiety. friends. Like, Absolutely I'm not. Lucky with that. I've seen you get on the dance floor and break it down. Yeah. That I'm does not, not give you. Dancing. That does not give you anxiety. <laughs> no. Or like meeting strangers or like going to parties where like you don't know that many people. Yeah. Like you're I, totally fine with that, thank I think. Thank you. Yeah, I'm social. I don't think, yeah. I don't have social anxieties. That's good. That's something I don't have anxiety about. Um, I'm not anxious about changing careers. So no, you changed your career in a big way. In a big way, like twice now, I think two or three times. Um, that's something I'm not. Yeah, like I mean, I'll I'll definitely like be stressed. I can be stressed about it in the sense of like, okay, how am I actually gonna pull this off? Like, how do I like quit my job and tell my boss? Like, you know, whatever. But like, I yeah, I'm not anxious. Like, oh my gosh, like to do it. To do yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, it's so nice to think about things we're not anxious about, Meredith. Yeah. What a I just, positive spin on things. Yeah, I just, I guess that's what I wanted people to know is yeah. like, you can be a badass bitch and like have anxiety. Speaking yes. of which, I looked this up beforehand, mm-hmm. like some of the most powerful, respected people in the world have anxiety, such as <gasps> Oprah Winfrey. Like, <gasps> do you think Oprah walks into Harpo Studios and people are like, is that your amygdala you're talking? talking? No. no. They're like, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes. Whatever you say, Oprah. Like, yes. <laughs> yes. And that's what I want everyone to have. Just because yes. you've admitted to the world you have anxiety doesn't mean people should second guess you. Pretend yes. I'm Oprah is the theme of this. Yes. Just pretend I'm Oprah. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I will pretend I'm Oprah. Yes. Like, exactly. <laughs> like, I'm going to channel my inner Oprah. Exactly. Did I ever tell you about the time I was on a date and a guy told me to channel my inner Oprah? <laughs> What? Yeah, he said my voice is really annoying and that I sound a lot stupider than I am and that I should channel Oprah. And Absolutely like not. Copy her voice. No. Okay, I thought this was a positive thing he yeah, said. No. <laughs> like, and I was like, well, I mean, Oprah's amazing and like there's no harm in channeling her, but yeah, anyway. But I just bad to reasons and date yeah. over. <laughs> date over. No. Like, did not. But also, like, yeah. Yeah. Awful. So I am going to channel my inner Oprah. Oprah wouldn't put up with that. Uh, no. I mean, <laughs> she speaks so openly about her, like, issues that I think it's so empowering because yeah. she's also such a strong woman. Like, no yeah. one doesn't respect Oprah because no. she anxiety has anxiety. No. Like, yeah. oh, she's, honestly, like, so yeah. respected, uh, you mm-hmm. know? And, like, the two can live in the same universe, which is why it's, like, yeah, obviously they can. Yeah. Um, Stephen Colbert has anxiety. Oh. I think he's great. Um, Emma Stone has anxiety, but I really like her because she's talked a lot about it and how... She like, sorry, the sun's going into Zainab's eyes. Should we close the curtains? No, no, it's okay. I'm getting some vitamin sure? D. Can you get vitamin D through a window? I think so. you can get it anytime. Mm, the sun's probably good. Yeah. I think so. I'm getting some vitamin D. Um, but I read an article that she like literally envisions her anxiety as like <gasps> a monster on her shoulder. Okay. Like whispering things into her ear <gasps> that aren't true, and then she like looks at the little monster and it's like fuck off. Um, you <laughs> I know. know that's kind of- cool yeah. yeah i mean she's talked really openly of like yeah. how it's this thing on her shoulder trying to tell mm-hmm. her lies and like it, it'll be lying to me in my ear and then i'll be like go away mm-hmm. and i think that's quite empowering to picture it as like yeah. something mm-hmm. um who else was i reading like is such a badass with anxiety um wait i'm 
We were looking at the list together. Um, but I mean, yeah, essentially the theme is like just because somebody has anxiety doesn't mean they can't be no. an amazing boss, like decision maker, like yeah. like just just like role model in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. And I think that that should be remembered. If you know somebody has anxiety, mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that they aren't incapable of anything. Like, yeah, it's just like, I mean, I think there's so much of an either or type mentality in so many situations. And it's like we should switch to an and mentality where it's like you can have anxiety and be like, you know, like exactly and lead things and do things. And like there's just like everything can be like you said, everything can be in the same universe. Like, yeah, don't second guess people. Yeah. yeah. And just because someone has told you they're anxious about this one thing, like don't forget there's 120 things they're not anxious about. Yes. Like, like dancing. Dancing or going on roller coasters. What else am I not anxious about? I mean, <laughs> let, like moving to this country didn't freak me out. No. I've moved countries twice. Twice. I've moved to cities where I didn't know a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I've started new jobs where I didn't know anybody. Mm-hmm. I've. We're not anxious about starting this anxiety podcast. I mean, that. I'm sorry. Like, let's just talk about it. That's brave. Yeah, that is brave. I mean, like, that's wasn't anxious about that. Nope. We were um, like, on it. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Go, so, so, yeah. Be be kind to your anxious friends and don't second guess them. Exactly. <laughs> if you know hard. someone has anxiety, just assume. I, I mean, I think a good rule of thumb is just assume that they're thinking rationally. Just yeah. assume that they're thinking rationally. And then. That they know what's best for themselves. Exactly. Yeah. If they say to you, like, hey, friend, I'm having a really anxious day. That's a different story, which I think will be another podcast that we cover, like how to help friends that have anxiety. Mm -hmm. We talked about it in relationships, like how partners partners help you with anxiety, but we should do one on friends and family. Definitely. um, Because that's a totally separate thing. Yeah. When, unless they have told you they're having anxiety, assume they're not and assume they're thinking rationally and just be like that. I hear you. Yeah. Um, I'm choosing not to get the TBE shot, but like, I hear that you think <laughs> it's a good that, idea. Yeah. I hear that you think it's a good idea for you. I am choosing not to get it. And those two things don't have to be related. Your anxiety and my TBE shot. <laughs> don't have to be related. Don't have to be related. Also, uh, the Stockholm Health Organizations agree with me. So. Yeah. <laughs> like just putting that out there. <laughs> they didn't spend millions on this campaign no. because it's not a big deal. <laughs> just you know just to put that out there i mean i mean yeah why wouldn't you i don't know that's a whole other discussion topic i mean write to us in the comments why wouldn't you get the tv if you're going hiking or if you're going walking and you're like even remotely in long grass you have like a pet get the tv shot get it just go get Get it it. (laughs) just go get it go talk to your doctor and get the tv shot (laughs) (laughs) it's true um so is there anything else that you wanted to end on? Like any other positive notes other than like what we're not anxious about? Um, no, like I, I, I think you've hit all the, like what I wanted to say. Like just, you know, just be, just don't second guess people. Don't gaslight them. Validate their feelings. Um, don't necessarily tie their anxiety to situations. Also, like their anxiety diagnosis to situations where it's not relevant. Um, mm-hmm. And also like, yeah, like just be a friend. Like, yeah. and be 
don't belittle people. Yeah. <laughs> I sound like one of those people who are on, like, there's a lot of guys on dating profiles these days that are like, like, don't jerk me around and like, don't, you know, like, don't not message back. And on, don't, like, on the reality TV shows? Like, oh, yeah. That kind of like, thing. Or, yeah. Yeah. And like, or like just really angry, like people or like face, you know, when people do like Facebook statuses where they're like, like, I hate it when people do this and blah, blah, blah. Like, why is humanity so bad? Like these really like angry people. <laughs> And do you know like, what? Yes. I sound like one of those people where I'm like, don't belittle people. Do you know what? <laughs> we need to have a whole episode that I don't really think is related to anxiety, but is about our pet peeves. Yes. <laughs> I, qu- quickly, one of my pet peeves is, <laughs> this is so stupid, but I hate it when people write Facebook statuses yeah. to someone that won't see it. Yeah. Like to the person that stole my bike, yeah. you're a jerk. And it's like, they don't, they're not a Facebook friend. You're just ranting to your friends that didn't steal your bike. That didn't steal your bike. That if anything are going to help you try to find it. And then it. they're like, yeah, to the people that did this to me on the subway. Yeah. And it's like, n- none of us here are that person. None of us, none of us none did of that us to here. you. But I also don't like it when people write these, um, like passive aggressive, like, like cryptic ones, cryptic ones where they'll be like, you never know who you can trust in this oh life. Oh my god, I hate those. <laughs> I hate those. I always like, but I get a tiny bit stressed because I'm always like, oh no, are they referring to me? Is like, did I say something to me? And it's really, <laughs> like, it, it couldn't be more passive aggressive. No, it's so And then they get lots of comments underneath from people yeah, that are like, like, what's wrong? Yeah, like, and like, they're like, I don't well, want to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, put it on your Facebook. <laughs> yeah no okay <laughs> like, we'll talk about it later i just can't i just can't yeah no don't be that person but yeah i just got worried earlier where i'm like don't believe people validate your like i just sound like a really angry like facebook poster or no i feel like we're being <laughs> champions for people yes. that have been like like i said like second guest because they shared with the world they had anxiety and yeah. it's like mm, don't do that don't do that don't yeah. do that. Uh, a pet peeves episode has to come. It has to come. I have a list. Um, yeah. We talked about this on Sunday, our pet peeves. We did. We were at the market and we have some time between customers. <laughs> I'll just say one more. There was one I was going to tell you Sunday, but we got interrupted. What was it? One of my biggest <laughs> peeves is when you're on a plane and you're leaving the airplane. And I think it makes, it could be such an orderly system because... Yeah. <laughs> There's like row one goes out and row two Two goes goes out. out. Drives me nuts Nuts. when I'm row five and somebody in row eight really trying to get ahead of me. I'm like, it couldn't be more clear of a line. If you have a connecting flight, absolutely. But usually they're like, anyone with a connecting flight, get up now. And then they let the rest of the people file out. I'm like, quit. No. You're jumping the queue, sir. Sir. I'm row five. (laughs) You're row eight. Just wait your turn. Wait your turn. But um, there's this Instagram account like called at Passenger Shaming, and like she talks. She's a she's a woman that used to work as a as a flight attendant, and she started this Instagram account, and I love it. Like, I'm gonna follow this. It's all about like annoying things people do on planes, and she calls pe- and one of my pet peeves related to that. Sorry, I feel like we're no, no, no. no this is a teaser. This is a teaser trailer for, for our the pet, pet peeves. peeves episode. But I hate it when like people all line up to the gate like. 
even bef- right before it starts boarding, like everyone just stands there. Like even if they're not in row one. Like, Why do people want to get on the plane first? It's like we're not we're all getting there at the same time, people. If like anything, it doesn't matter that you're gonna get on there first. Your legs will be cramped longer. Yes, you're gonna be sitting longer. Longer. I <laughs> never understood that. I and this person on passenger Shamie, she calls well, like she has a hashtag and it's called gate lice. Oh my god. <laughs> It's so true. Uh, so that's my pet peeve. And yeah. It's like, no. I'm over here having a coffee, still reading a magazine. Yeah. While you guys are running into the airplane. Yeah. <laughs> What's like going on? You're not going to get there any faster. No. One time I got trampled by this guy holding his kid, like trying to, and he had boarded from the back and like his uh-huh. seat was in the front. Mm-mm. He like, sho- like American football style, rugby style, like shouldered into me. And I Mm-mm. was like. I, I was like, why are you, like, I was like, why are you, you should have boarded from the front, sir. And he was like, shut the fuck up. <gasps> he did not. And I was a Swedish person. I was he did so, not. I, know, I was so surprised. And I almost wanted to cry a little. No, I, I would too. I would have been like, not okay. This is no. not okay. But I bet next time he does, he boards from the right side of the Fucking plane. I hope so. I mean, he learned. <laughs> he he didn't want to admit he was wrong, but no. I bet he learned. <laughs> I, I hope so. Um, but yeah, no, yes. Pet peeves episode upcoming soon. It's going to be in a whole hour of us talking about things that annoy us. <laughs> oh my God, please send us your pet peeves. Yeah. That would be we'll really totally fun. read them out. That could be a really good thing to send on the voice messaging part of the Anchor app. Just yes. message us with like, what is your pet peeve? peeve? That's not even an anxiety thing. Everybody has pet, pet peeves. peeves. So like, no. let's let's. This is share. like our little like break from anxiety episode. Yeah. Like a little tiny vacation. <laughs> Just talking about pet peeves. But yeah. thanks for tuning in, guys. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Spotify so that you get notified when we have new episodes. Write to us on Facebook. And Rate us on all the platforms the that you listen to. Exactly. Wherever you podcast, rate us. Yes, rate us. Um, and take care. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Bye. Bye.